Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Xbox Era podcast. I'm Sika Mechanico and I'm joined, as always, by a special Ed. What's going on? I hate... No, I love it. I love it when you intro like that. In <laughs> Long may it live. And we've also got a very special guest here today, uh, Sean from Forge Labs. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. No problem. It's a pleasure to, pleasure to have you on board. It's, uh, it's good to see you. Um, so we're going to be talking about all the usual stuff, but... There's going to be obviously a bit of a slant to this episode as we have Sean with us, uh, who started his prolific. Uh, is that is that a good word to use for your YouTube journey at the moment? You know, you started doing some Halo stuff, and that's what I remember you for. And now you're a bit of a Minecraft king nowadays. Yeah, it's it's shifted pretty quickly too. Over like uh, last year, I just went straight to Minecraft. I guess we'll see how how much longer I do that for. But um, yeah. Nice, nice. So um, there's, it's a bit of a weird episode this week as well because in terms of general gaming news, uh, there's not been a lot going on in the world. I think uh. every uh, Xbox-centric fan is kind of sitting there drumming their fingers on the table waiting for any kind of deal announcement closure uh, for the Bethesda mm. piece. Um, I think that's probably been the biggest topic of general conversation and arguably what we'll probably spend a big old chunk of today's podcast chatting about. Um, but before we dive into that, um, Nick, you had a bit of a special mm. moment this week. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, just I, for context for the rest of the audience, before we discussed with Sean about having a podcast background, Nick wanted to have a different game up on the background here. Can you tell us what that game is, Nick, and why you wanted to yeah, have it yeah. up on the screen? I, I had originally set up the template and the YouTube thumbnail and everything with Elden Ring because I finally got my closure on that stupid game. Um, so, yeah, a, as most of you would know, it was like a year and three months ago or something that we started. We brought up Elden Ring because I'd been told Elden Ring was supposed to be at Microsoft show. It didn't show up which I cop some shit for. <laughs> then it was meant to be at the Game Awards, which it also wasn't there, which I copped even more shit for. And then the other day, uh, there was some murmurs around that there was a um, an Elden Ring trailer floating around. From a year ago. And believe it or not, I, I started getting DMs of people asking, because I think what the, the report said was that there's an online community that has a copy of the Elden Ring trailer. And straight away, we were the online community that was accused of having it. Shocking. So I started getting DMs. <laughs> I started getting DMs from people saying, have you guys seriously got this trailer? I'm like, no, we don't have it. I don't know what this trailer is. And then two, two of my sources said to me, have you got the trailer? I'm like, I was just about to ask you guys if you have the trailer. And they didn't. So I then DM'd someone who will remain nameless and said, do you have a copy of the trailer? And they said, look, I've seen it. Um, I've seen the whole thing. I said, look, I need closure on this game. I need the <laughs> loop to end. I, I, I need, And they're like, look. I will send you the six seconds, the seven seconds that's floating around. I said, I'll take it. <laughs> so they sent they sent it to me. I posted it in the Discord first, and everyone in there got very excited. And then I DM'd the person back and said, Look, can I put it on Twitter? They're like, Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so I did. I put it on Twitter and my DMCA phone did takedowns not be survive. damned. 
it did not my phone did not survive very long it just and it was 1am here when i posted that yeah my wife wasn't happy i think Um, that's gonna be your most liked most retweeted most commented on yeah yeah yeah. right yeah got a lot of activity that um so yeah so i posted that and i'm glad it's finally over i don't want to hear about that game ever again (laughs) well i I, you know Uh, it's amusing that you managed to leak it Uh, that that's why I had to. I was like, you know what? And don't get me wrong. I am of the belief, like everyone else, that it sucks when a developer's game is shown in a form that it's not meant to be shown and all that. So I'm fully on board with all of that. This was my exception to that rule. Elden Ring had to be my exception. I had, I had to get that closure. I just had to. Nice. So, yeah. Elden Ring was going to be the background, but maybe that's inappropriate with Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I... Uh, let's let's dive into that so it's a weird tangent to take but i i wanted to to briefly touch on it um sean you've you've been doing youtube for years like it's got to be over a decade now at this point yeah i i think like 12 years um maybe 13 i started in i started like like my first video was uploaded in like 2006 or whatever but like i didn't really like start doing youtube consistently until like 2011 um, and then like e- e- there was kind of a gradual ramp. Eventually I started just like really going for it. Um, I think in like 2012 and then, uh, kind of kept going full steam since then. And then like two, three years ago, maybe now I started doing it like full time and wow. really ramped it up. So it's been a, kind is, of... it, is it, it's, it's an interesting journey, right? Because, um, you know, we, we dabble, uh, but we, we're lucky. We've got myself, we've got Nick, we've got a, a whole video team. Um, and a whole writing team, right? So sometimes the writers can write scripts and then the video team can take the scripts and narrate them and we can create content that way. And in, in some ways, that's a lot easier. But for you, you're kind of like a, a one-man show a lot of the time, right? So you're going to have to juggle everything from <laughs> investing the time in playing it to writing it to producing it, right? Yeah, so I like it, it's kind of shifted over the years. I, I originally... I thought I was going to make, well, when I made my name Forge Labs, I was going to, it was, I, I foresaw that I would eventually make it like a team based thing, which is why I chose a name like that. Um, but then I changed my mind like a month later. I'm like, I'm just going to, it gets complicated when you have other people involved. It gets more difficult. Like, Accurate. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just want to stick because I was a part of several other like group channels on YouTube and like, Every single one I was in, there was at some point some sort of like big disagreement and like stressful situation and stuff. I'm like, I just don't, I don't want that connected to my own channel. So I'm going to just keep it solo. Um, And then for the longest time I was doing it alone, but only I think about a year ago now, I brought on an editor for my like big videos. Um, And it's been such a, such a help. He's, he's incredible. Mm. He does an amazing job editing it. I, I, it like, He's he's done so much for my channel. I I truly can't express how how valuable he's been. His name's Wise Fish, and he's just like I, I, having an editor is the best thing ever. And he's so good at it. Like we have a really good work dynamic together. I can like he kind of knows the exact stuff that like I like in the videos and how to edit them the way I like it and stuff like that. And he's just fantastic. And that's been a huge help. And then like as my channel's grown a bit more now, I'm starting to expand a little bit and like bring other people in in certain ways to like help with specific things and like. Um, but it, it mostly has been a, like a one person thing. I am I'm still like at the end of the day, it's just one guy myself, like kind of running everything and figuring out what I'm going to do and writing and all that stuff. But I'm starting to like 
pull some more people in to help out a little bit here and there. You're muted. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned Forge Labs and that that team aspect. I mean, I I came onto your channel because I loved to forge Halo maps, and mm-hmm. I was very lucky that I think you featured two or something of of mine over the over the years. Um, which as a as a creator of content was a huge like cool moment for me seeing <laughs> seeing my map being played by by people on youtube which was awesome but was it was it always the plan to just stick to halo and halo content and forge content like is that the focus of the name or was it yeah I, like i don't know my philosophy has always been with youtube this has never changed um to play what i want to play and whatever i'm having fun playing right and so for the longest time it was halo i mean like pretty much since halo 3 i was playing halo as my main game i was forging and all from from the time halo 3 came out to the time halo reach came out forging playing custom games reach to halo 4 same thing halo 4 to you know mcc same thing and then halo 5 until like maybe 2018 when i started to kind of i i started working a full-time job um doing marketing and i didn't like it at all (laughs) and i really i really wanted to do youtube full-time and like I did the math on it and I thought about it and I'm like, I think I think I could make it work, but I can't do it just off of playing Halo maps. I got to find like Uh I got to expand a little bit more. So I started doing like video essays and game reviews and I started getting a little bit of steam there. And I'm like, okay, this is I'm enjoying doing this. This is fun. It's it's fun to like write stuff and like um, see some some more growth than I've seen doing Halo. Right. Um, And so that's kind of where I went with it. And like my, my philosophy is still the same. I'm still doing what I want to do. Um, and it, it, it was, I, I mean like the name forge labs, it did definitely was inspired by halo. Like it, it I mean, you can't really deny that forge labs. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my idea, at least with it was that like forge, the only people who really are going to pick up on the name forge and related to halo are people who play halo. Right. Like my, yeah my now much wider audience has absolutely no idea that it came from Halo, right? Yeah. They all call me Forge, which is, I don't know why these, I say Sean <laughs> in every video, but. It's Sean Labs, right? That's your surname. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, I don't know. I've like, I, I wanted to change it like two years ago. I had a manager at the time and I'm like, hey, I want to change my name to Mustard Sean on my YouTube. I think, uh, I think now's the time to do it, right? And she was like, no, you don't. You've, you've built too much brand recognition. And I'm mm. like, but I think, I think I should do it. I think I should do it. And she's like, no, don't. I made a YouTube poll. I'm like, hey, do you guys think I should change my name to Mustard Sean? And like, it was like 95% of the people said, no, don't do it. Wow. wow. No, no one, no one liked the name. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll just keep it. I had like 200,000 subscribers, 300,000 subscribers at the time. And, yeah, yeah. and they're like, yeah, you've grown. There's too much growth on it to change it. And, uh, I really wish I changed it because now, <laughs> <laughs> now your name is just Forge. That's yeah, now my name is Forge. Forge Labs. You're no longer Sean. You are Forge. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like a group name. That's what I don't like. It just sounds, like it's not like an individual. And I yeah. like I want. That's why I I think in the future I want to like grow my Twitch, like start streaming on Twitch or whatever, and like start making like I I have I only account Mustard Sean on there, so I don't know. And I also have the channel why Mustard, Mustard Sean. Sean? I'm so bad at coming up with names, like so bad at it. Um, okay. My, like, my I, thought, take... I thought maybe there was some kind of significance behind it. Yeah, no, there's no significance. I'm just bad at coming up with names. And I thought the name Mustard Sean was funny. It's not taken anywhere. I mean, it yeah, might yeah. start to get taken places, but like 
it, it was I could get it on anywhere. I got it on my, my like account, my gamer tag got like banned on Xbox, so I had to change it. And then I like changed it to something I didn't like, and then I changed it to Mustard Sean. So there was okay. that's kind of how that came from. I just thought it was funny and well, you... bad luck, mate. You're forged now. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you speak... The 90s grunge band forged. Yeah. <laughs> you speak about um playing what you want to play. So I guess on that subject just generally have you guys actually been playing any relatively new games of late anything new this week nick what about you uh no i'm still i'm still playing what i've been playing nothing new rocket I'm league very boring when it comes to that Warzone. Stuff. yeah rocket league i'm still playing ori oh um 6k 120 I, or whatever yeah it is. yeah i've really enjoyed going back to that game it's so good um yeah that's about it just the usual stuff um Fortnite, Fortnite got a Xenomorph, which I'm trying not to buy. What, the aliens? As in that Xenomorph? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ripley's in there. Ripley's in there with a Xenomorph, and I'm really trying not to buy them. I think it's just a big advertisement. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) Oh, it is. It's so good, though. Like, seriously, I know Fortnite gets dumped on a lot, but the core game itself, like, ignore all the marketing, ignore all of that. The actual game is solid. Like... The shoot that the mechanics behind it. I mean, I still hate the building, but the yeah. shooting, the movement, all of that. It's it's still a good game. I, I know it gets dumped on, but it's a good game. What about you, Forge? But, yeah. You've been playing anything? <laughs> 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 uh, I don't. I don't really play new games that often, to be honest. I like. I have such a bad like. I have bad. I don't. I I I buy a game and I play it for like a day, and I'm like, eh, I'm mm-hmm. bored. I'm gonna go play my minecraft or whatever but i did <laughs> i i played so much valheim last week yeah that, like that game that just came out on steam um mm. like it sold like one million copies and like they're like oh we sold three million then like last wow. time i checked it sold like five million um i sunk like 50 hours into that in a week um it's the first game that's like really held my attention for more than a day and I've what sunk is that? that oh it's it's i can't it's it's like a Viking game. I'm old. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a Viking crafting game, but they kind of, they kind of like changed the, they flipped the script when it comes to crafting and building and survival and stuff. They changed a lot of stuff that you'd normally take for standard. Like you get a pickaxe and you like build your base. They don't give you a pickaxe until you beat the first boss. So you got to really like work for it. And then like the progression in it is really good. It's paced out perfectly. It's got like the, the best like, time to reward cycle you you play just enough that you're like oh i got this thing now and then then you're like oh but if i play a little bit more i'll get this i'll I'll get it the (laughs) the first night i played i got on at like 9 p.m i got off at like 7 a.m the next day (laughs) and then i did that for like five days straight i i couldn't stop playing it and the cool thing is is that like i played with you can play with 10 people so a a bunch of my real life friends we played together we had a we like rented a server and we split up into two groups so like Five of us were at this one base somewhere else, and the five of us were somewhere else. And uh, we didn't communicate unless we like found each other on the map, and we just jump in each other's like Discord calls occasionally, and we like screw mm. with each other and stuff. And <laughs> it is so much fun. Like this game is so good. It's such a good game. I haven't, I truly haven't played a game as good as this in so long. It's it, it really yeah. uh really got me. I, I I did see a couple of my pals picked it up, uh, and they will probably tempt me into it. But you know, I, I jumped on the the Minecraft bandwagon about four or five weeks ago because I've got an RTX graphics card, and I was like, mm-hmm. "This could look pretty cool." So yeah, uh, and and you know, I've bought a Realm um, 
and originally, and this is so bad, right? I feel so guilty saying this. <laughs> I bought it because my son really wanted to play Minecraft with me and my best mate, who he calls his uncle, Uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did it, and we had my little boy in, in, in his room, in his Minecraft-themed bedroom that we built, which is really cool as well. My mate was on my TV down here on, on my Xbox One X, uh, my Xbox Series X, rather, and I was on my PC. So I built built this realm, and I downloaded a bunch of RTX texture packs. I was like, yeah, Minecraft looks awesome now. This is This is phenomenal, and we're playing it, and I don't know, man. Like, I got to a point where I don't have as much free time as I can or I would like to invest, especially with Xbox era and my job. Um, mm. And it was like, I, I can't invest, but I got into it enough that the point where my son came back in and fucked up all of our stuff, <laughs> I turned him into a guest only on my own. Realm. <laughs> <laughs> and he came to me, he goes, dad, I, I can't enter the realm. I can't, I can't open anything. I can't mine anything. I was like, I don't know what's going on there, son. I feel that's so bad, right? It's so bad. Uh, I am the worst father in the world. Um, But I logged back in uh, four days ago. and My mates, because they came in and originally I was like, hey, come on, come show me Minecraft. Show me what it's all about. They jumped in. Man, they've been playing every night. They must have just got the bug again. I was blown away. Like they dug this thing down into the into under the under this river and then built this big porthole made of glass. So all the fish were there. But then they captured the fish and named them so that they would stay in this aquarium and then they mm-hmm. built bedrooms for everybody and this armor hall and then a farm and, and it just it just exploded it was insane and uh, i was kind of like yeah this is why i can't keep up with this like i don't know what you got oh yeah we beat the ender dragon last week i was like oh okay yeah, whatever <laughs> so i just i don't know i it's 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 a weird one. I've not been able to play anything since i think we all last jumped on the podcast so outside of uh uh, a little bit of i actually loaded up halo 5 forge again because i kind of got a bug and i had a few ideas but aside from that i've barely barely played anything of late it's all been work 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 which is a shame mm-hmm. but yeah I wish, I, am... I wish i could have got into minecraft yeah i think i just i couldn't get in i tried and i could and my kids love it and they watch the youtubers and the whole lot and i just i for some reason just couldn't get into it i don't know why You'd i tried honest, but i just i was the same way i didn't I didn't play it till last year. Like I, I, I remember. Yeah. Well, I, pl- okay. So that, that's kind of, a, I played it like when everyone else played it back at like when it came out. Right. But I didn't play it for more than it was one of those games I played maybe a week or two and then like, you know, moved on from. Um, but I remember talking to, I was at, uh, I was in Orlando for Halo Outpost and we were talking to, um, I was out at, at, at dinner with someone, um, who works at Xbox and they were talking they're like, so you like, they're like talking about like Halo or talking about Forge and stuff. And uh, he's like, oh, so do you, do you play Minecraft at all? And I'm like, no, I just can't, I can't get into it. I've tried playing Minecraft so many times. Like I've, I just can't like, it's not for me, even though I love building stuff in games and like, I like community creation stuff and it's just Minecraft. I don't know what it is. It's, it has never gotten me. And then like four months later, I started playing it and uh, that's when I started uploading videos on it. And, now I can't get enough of it. Like it really, <laughs> I don't know. There's just so much to do. And especially when you start playing with mods and stuff and like, I don't know, it's, it's really cool. The, the, just how much it's possible beyond just the building. Like it's, it's yeah. pretty much like mm-hmm. a whole platform at this point. It's like a yeah, little yeah. creative laboratory, right? I, I came down one morning and my, my son was watching 
someone on YouTube on on the on the main TV in in, in our front room uh, building a black hole, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. And I even I like my wife was like, "Are you going to get the kids ready?" I was like, "Yeah, just wait. I need to see how this works." <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. bear with me. I still can't believe I still can't believe someone made a working hard drive. Yeah, yeah, in Minecraft, like that. it's incredible. Yeah. Well, like, how does that happen? Like, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I watched it and I'm like, I don't understand. They made a working hard drive. Like, it's just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. But it's even watching my son's own creativity. You know, no one's come and told him how to do this stuff. But I, I yeah, came no. into his bedroom the other day and he'd made this roller coaster thing around his house, which he'd made. And it was it looked good, you know. I was like, "Dude, mm. this is really impressive!" And his roller coaster <laughs> went up this mountain and around the world. He's only playing a creative, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess that's why things like Minecraft Education Edition and stuff like that take off. But it must be yeah. Yeah, yeah. an enormous boon for you to a have found a game that you really, really love, and I guess to to make a career out of it, right? Because there yeah. is that fear that if you do what you love, eventually you'll find out you don't love it anymore because <laughs> you have to do it. You know, yeah. like, do you ever get that? Sometimes you load up and you're like, oh, not today. <laughs> there's, there's times where I get frustrated for sure. Like when half of, so half of like the work for me is getting stuff to work in game. So like when I have an idea for a video, so like that's zo- I I made a zombie one about like making a zombie apocalypse. Um, and trying to survive for like a hundred days in it. And uh, half the work on that one was just getting the game to function because I installed so many mods and I was configuring them and stuff like that. Wow. And then uh, I oftentimes build a map for whatever thing I'm doing before I start playing. And uh, it, I get really frustrated with it, like really, really frustrated because nothing functions. I call it, I, uh, I go upstairs and I like complain to my girlfriend. I'm like, my Minecraft island isn't working. That's our kind of code <laughs> word for it. Because the first time I did it, it was like an island. I couldn't get this island to look good. I was generating it. I couldn't get it to look good. I was getting so upset. I'm like, I can't make this island. I can't make this island. And it still happens. I'm I'm like an hour ago, I was trying to, I'm trying to do it, this other one for this ne- future project I'm doing. And like, same thing. I'm getting frustrated over trying to get stuff. So in moments like that, I'm like, ah, just why can't it work? Why can't like, it's so. Fr- I'm not enjoying this right now. I'm not like, <laughs> but I mean, I I really. It's hard for me to find stuff to complain about, right? Like, it's really really difficult. I'm like complaining about like how trees don't look as nice as I would like them to look, or like how a zombie spawning too quickly in my Minecraft map, right? And that's like the extent of my my that's, com- that's complaints. <laughs> yeah. So that's... it's really it's tough to to you know get upset about the stuff like truly, but. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Well, uh, in 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 news this week, and I, I think there, as we said at the beginning, there isn't um, a huge amount that's gone on in the gaming world. But no. um, one other thing came to light, which again must have given you Nick some some particular pleasure, which was uh, an announcement that a game was being given away as part of PlayStation mm. Plus. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy VII remake. Which again, you advised people of what three mm. or four days before or a week before uh, I, I think, think it was i think it was no i think it was a day or two before was it? <clears throat> yeah um so my i can't remember how i got into the discussion in my dm but i happen they happened to mention that they they know the playstation plus games and i was like can i know those is that okay they're like oh yeah do you care I'm like, yeah, man. I'd You're an like Xbox guy. If I could know them, well, that's the thing. They just assume I want Xbox stuff, but I 
I'm not fast. I'll take anything. I don't care. Um, so they were like, oh, well, okay. Well, Final Fantasy VII is going to be on PlayStation Plus next month. I'm like, seriously? Like, yeah. I'm like, cool. Can I say that? They're like, yep, go for it. And it went from there. And then a few of the people on Reset confirmed it and all that sort of stuff. But there was a moment of panic there because they announced those games super late. Yeah. So I was worried that Final Fantasy VII was being pulled for something else. But no, it worked It was going to okay. be your new Elden Ring. Oh, that's what I was worried about. I'm like, <laughs> God, not again. Please, Fraud. for the love of Fraud. God, not again. There you go. Uh, but yeah, no, that worked out all right. Yeah, and, and I suppose and this is this is probably going to be the I guess the meatiest bit of discussion and and I guess Sean I'm not sure if you would have uh, a horse in this race but certainly you might have an opinion as you know uh, Microsoft recently uh, just before the Series X launched in September they announced uh, an intent to acquire uh, Zenimax Media parent company of Bethesda um, there has been a lot of discussion. I just got off the Game on Daily show just before recording this podcast mm-hmm. where that was a, a point of, of some very, very uh, deep discussion. And the fundamental thing is that's due or was due to have closed in the EU. The EU commission was meant to have voted on mm-hmm. it and approved the, the acquisition for Microsoft uh, on Friday, just gone. Um, and the big topic of conversation is finally, will Microsoft fully lock these games down to xbox platforms only xbox platforms only being of course pc cloud so android Mm. uh Mm. and their consoles what do you reckon Mm. sean do you think that microsoft are going to be bullish and lock all this shit down or are they going to carry on publishing the playstation i i don't know i (laughs) i it's so hard to say i i maybe um it's a tricky one yeah i mean my my gut tells me why would they spend that much money if they're not gonna, you know, <laughs> do that? It's a lot of money That's to spend right. if you're not gonna protect it or like That's y- right. the idea is you're gonna incentivize people to be on your platform and what better way to do that than taking something like this, right? But then again, like I don't know, you can like you look at uh, Minecraft again. <laughs> always come back to minecraft they, they bought <laughs> minecraft and that's i i don't know is minecraft on playstation 5 it yep. should be right probably yeah so it's on everything it, right so then again i'd like maybe they want to make it available for the most amount of people but my gut tells me that they probably will make all the new games be exclusive the, to yes the, the thing a lot a lot of people bring up minecraft mm-hmm. but so when did they buy minecraft how long ago was that 2014 quite a few years ago now 2014 yeah. okay Game Pass didn't exist yeah. until 2017. 2018. So, 20, was it 2018? Sea of Thieves was the first game that launched into it, I think. I thought it was 2017 that Game Pass as a service started. <sighs> oh, no. You might be right. Might be might be just thinking of when Sea of Thieves was the first first party yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, you might be and, right. And that's the thing. Like, it, you know, people are saying Xbox exclusive. Bethesda's games, I don't think, will be Xbox exclusive. They're going to be Game Pass platform exclusive. So mm-hmm. if Sony were to allow Game Pass, which, God, that seems highly unlikely, but yeah. they, did allow EA, they did allow EA Play, so you never know. But if, if, if Sony were to allow Game Pass onto PlayStation 5, then you would see Bethesda's games on PlayStation 5. Like, Bethesda's games will go where Game Pass goes. Mm. yeah yeah you've got to think of it like netflix netflix is everywhere on every Mm. single every tv has netflix every device has netflix everything has netflix 
that Netflix don't put their shows anywhere else but Netflix. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's it, how you've got to think about it. it. It's interesting. I I had some... I, the, the person that sowed this doubt shall remain unnamed. You know who you are. Um, but they were, they were making a conversation, and as I was just chatting to the guys on Game on Daily, um, Asa or Asa, he made an interesting yeah, point in saying, well, you still make them Game Pass exclusive and they'll be day one on your platform, but why wouldn't you make the extra 70 bucks or 70% of $70 per copy sold on PlayStation? And so why doesn't PlayStation put their games on Xbox then? And this is the thing. It's a roundabout argument, right? There, there is. I, th- I agreed with him in that there is a business case for both. Right, because you've got to remember Bethesda is still going to be operating independently. Kinda. Um, yeah. But, you know, are they really going to change everything up and just immediately pull the plug on all of those projects? You know, they're probably going to have PS5 development kits and all that sort of stuff. It's an interesting... It's going to be... Either way, it's going to be fireworks next week if it, still, if it happens next still week. still too many people that have the old school mindset there like the world has changed now we're in a world where everyone wants their own exclusive content that's what all the streaming was you know it's funny how everyone used to bag cable tv (laughs) because of all the cord cutting i just go and back then because i'm old and we've still got cable tv and cable tv in australia is still very prevalent (laughs) and i was telling people back then cable tv is going to have the last laugh because what's going to happen is netflix ain't going to be the only game in town Everyone else is going to come in with a streaming service too. And guess what's happened five, ten years later? There's a million streaming services out there and they're all yeah. locking their content away. Microsoft said we want to be the Netflix of gaming. You don't do that putting your stuff on other platforms. Yeah. You can put your service on other platforms. That's why I said if they allow Game Pass on the PlayStation, which is different ball game. Yeah. yeah, it's highly because unlikely. Because it would eat into micro. Uh, Sony's and, and every other third party on Sony's profit margins because so many that's games right. come to Game Pass. So, but that's the proviso. But it's Microsoft is all in on Game Pass. It it makes up part of Satya's wage. Yes. So it's it's they are all in on Game Pass. Satya will do whatever he can to boost Game Pass, which means exclusive content for Game Pass, not necessarily Xbox. Yeah. So if you allow Game Pass, you get those games. It's that simple. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think I think that's fair. I think Asa had a point though. You know, there is a there is regardless of what way of thinking, there is a solid business case either way. And I I think the biggest point of of interest and of conversation is is more what the fan base wants. And I don't think I think that's the the bigger issue here. Is Microsoft knows that people like us and people like Colt Eastwood and Jez, Windows Central, Jeff Grubb, maybe not Jeff Grubb, he's a little bit more neutral, but the people that like the Xbox platform want Microsoft to make this exclusive. And you saw when they Mm. tried to hike the price of gold, I think Xbox fans are perhaps a little bit more honest in holding Xbox to account when they do crappy things. Oh, yeah. The uproar was immediate and very (laughs) negative. It was like, what are you doing? This is already a terrible service, so you want to charge me double and do nothing to improve it? Mm. No, get out of here. And that's the that contingent of fan base is going to be, if 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 it goes the other way and Bethesda carries on as normal and all the games come out, that fan base will be in in uproar. 
And I think that's mm. got to play in some small way some of the decision of making. I think, but but like like Sean said, you don't spend seven point five billion dollars <laughs> to keep status quo. Like, yeah. it, think about it, right? So if all of this was just to get Bethesda's games on Game Pass day one, you can still do that for a fraction of the cost. Just enter into a deal and say, hey, we want your games day day one on Game Pass for the next five years, ten years. How much is that going to cost? A billion dollars? Yeah, like. Why spend seven point five? Yeah, yeah, that's a very like, good, very good point. Why just throw money away? We've lost, <laughs> uh, we've lost Sean's feed. <laughs> he's he's USB labs now. <laughs> yeah, coming back. He's your your Elgato's done something. <laughs> yeah, um, no memory card. It's, it's an interesting uh, point as well about Minecraft and how it's all on. Uh, it's all out on everything because when Minecraft Dungeons was announced, right? Did you think, and it's an interesting point for you, Sean, one, did you play that and, and like it for any period of time? Or did you kind of do it because you're a Minecraft channel and that's, you know, you play through it to show people it and then you kind of fell off or, but it also came out on everything. So if Minecraft mm. was the exception to the rule, is it more that Mojang as a studio is the exception to the rule because Minecraft is such a beloved platform that it made sense to let Minecraft Dungeons equally be everywhere? Am I making any sense? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, well, first of all, I, I didn't really play it. I mean, like, I I, I play mine, Minecraft because of Minecraft, not because of the... Like, mm-hmm. it's a different game, right? Yeah, so it's, it's a completely different gameplay style. Yeah. So, um, I didn't, didn't really peak my radar too much, but like, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. That's completely i don't know like uh, they might get the pass because it's so big and mm. you know but then again like i i don't know bethesda is huge right so it, will they get the pass like it's an it's, it's what i mean and, and there is there's a huge subset of fans out there there's like 90 percent of xbox fans think that it's going to be exclusive and there's another huge group of people that think otherwise and it's going to be interesting to find out who's it's, right <laughs> yeah it's just tough too because it's like if you have like the best-selling game of all time right <laughs> sneaking by uh if you have like the best-selling game of all time you're, you might not like be inclined to slash that those sales in half right yeah. so um and that's with the point the, with, you make minecraft yeah. would be getting pulled it was already on everything mm-hmm. future bethesda games like it's not like Microsoft's going to go and pull Doom from PlayStation and pull Skyrim from PS3 and pull... Yeah. That stuff's going to stay. Well, for sure, so, for sure, yeah. And Minecraft was also a Microsoft purchase, not an Xbox purchase. Mm-hmm. There was always a view to the Minecraft Education Edition and the Minecraft... That's like, true, yeah. But Minecraft is that exception. It's a little bit different to everything else. Yeah. But, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's true. It's very true. It's it's just uh, I you know we're all interested, and in it's you know we've heard we've heard some stuff on the rumor mill saying that there's going to be some sort of uh, you know not not event. I think Jeff Grubb used the word event, and maybe regretting using that word, but some kind yeah. of acknowledgement of the 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 acquisition being closed and finalized, welcoming Bethesda, probably some sort of video thing we've we've heard 
but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it lands either way. Um, definitely an intriguing moment uh, to see whether mm. Microsoft are going to be very, very arguably ballsy or perhaps play it safe. Um, I can't wait to see what happens, to be honest with you. Um, mm. and, and speaking of lots of conjecture and, and amusing conversation uh, this week, Phil's office shelf has been uh, a subject of much theorizing and fan fiction at this point. He's backed himself into this corner. He started it. Once, once he put the Series S in the background of his shelf back when he was in his wife's office. Which is hilarious to do that, by the way. Yeah. When, when he put the Series S there and that was revealed, he set a precedent there. And now it's going to be hard for him to stop. Like he's in this position now where he either has to keep doing the whole teasing on the shelf thing or he's got to cut it cold turkey and tell people, look, I'm not going to be teasing stuff on my shelf anymore. It's like his T-shirt. He's got to go one way or the other. It's the T-shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. thing where he wears his like hintful T-shirts to what game's being revived next. Like when Battletoads yeah. T-shirts were worn, it was like, are you, are you developing a new Battlefield? And then and indeed they were. <laughs> But not only was the the Series S hiding in his wife's office in that moment, after the Bethesda interviews and the acquisition was announced back in September, I think Todd Howard, Pete Hines, Phil, and was it Major Nelson? I think Major Nelson did a I think, yeah. podcast interview, and in the background of Todd Howard's shelf, there were lots of Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones references, <laughs> and then obviously mm. a few months later, an Indiana Jones game from Machine Games was was announced as being mm. developed. Um, so they they've set this. There was precedent. also Star Wars stuff, I think. Yes, there was. I think there was also Star Wars stuff on Todd's shelf. Just saying. <laughs> but apparently I don't he's know just anything. A big fan. Just he's just a big fan. But mm. now we've got. The, the latest image of Phil's shelf, and this is where it gets super interesting. So I think the biggest things that were called out on the shelf was a boxed copy of Life is Strange 2, a Nintendo Switch, um, yep. a, a Watchdog's Legion Skull, Skull King helmet thing, Bing. and the Lumens yep. statue from uh, Kojima's studio. Interestingly, with the Xbox cord wrapped around it, just fueling the yeah, fan fiction and, there, and also, <laughs> and also, uh, a Sekiro, Sekiro limited edition copy thing, whatever it was, right next to the Watchdogs Legion thing. So, and then, they're, they're the things that everyone noticed. Yeah, and then this week, just gone, Microsoft had their Ignite, and they did a Pokemon demo in yes. their VR AR thing, and people started thinking, oh. Maybe that's what the Switch was there for because Switch is linked to Pokemon, Pokemon Nintendo, da 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 da, da. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So now people are looking at other things. And then... Well, Phil was also in a documentary about Nintendo. He was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that as well. Mm. So there are lots of other things on that shelf. And I think, Nick, you dropped something rather cryptic that wasn't cryptic at all on Twitter. Uh, Did I? No, I didn't. Uh, uh, no? Has it been deleted now? Should I just not talk about that cryptic tweet? <laughs> no, 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 tweet? the tweet's still there. But you don't want but me I to just either, mention what it obviously was. I can was. neither confirm nor deny what that tweet is about. <laughs> but it, it, would would you say it's referencing an item on Phil's shelf? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I can, I can neither confirm nor deny what that tweet is in reference to. No? I've left it for everyone else to talk about. 
Interesting. Interesting. Well then, uh, I, I guess you know. Be interesting. I think. Well, I Jeff think... Grubb. Jeff Grubb said. Jeff Grubb said that most of the stuff on that shelf is of significance. Yeah, I think that the thing like... that most ring out to me was the Kojima statue. Yeah, that's not where just all the there is. next to the big glowing Xbox sign, but it had mm. the cord of Xbox wrapped around its legs. I don't know if that was part of the statue. The, the photo was obviously low res, but... Mm. Okay, well, I mean, look at it this way. It came out recently, didn't it, that Google cancelled the Kojima's rumor game, is... or they decided not to go ahead. Yeah, so with an Kojima episodic said, game thing. Yeah, but I think Kojima has said he wanted to experiment with cloud as well, which is part of the reason there was discussions with Google. I, I could be wrong, but I thought that's what I read. Who would be next that he could talk to to do with experimenting with cloud? He has two other options, Amazon and Microsoft. How likely would it be that he goes to Amazon (laughs) over Microsoft? Like it's, Mm -hmm. look, I mean, safe to say, like if if I was a betting man, and I'm not, but if I was a betting man, I would put my chips down on Kojima's next game being with Xbox if I was a betting man. Be interesting um, to see. Which I think would be an interesting result. Look, I personally, the last game he made that I liked was Ground Zeroes, Metal Gear Solid. Um, I'm not a massive Kojima fan. Death Stranding is like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but if if he is making a game with Xbox and it's a successor to PT... That's going to be, be interesting. Excited. Yeah, I will be ridiculously excited because PT was amazing. PT oh, was so good. Yeah. Ah, it was so good though. Shit bricks when I played it. Absolutely shit bricks. <laughs> but man, it's such a good game. Have so either good. of you um, played uh, Phasmophobia? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Played in VR a bunch. Yeah, it's horrifically terrifying yeah like, yeah a, a bit janky i suppose but it's yeah, part of the sure. charm but what mm-hmm. a unique game idea that is uh and that's the kind of stuff that vr is, is just so super good at right mm. yeah i well that was interesting too because like we were doing the whole like is there anyone here i'm scared like saying the voice commands right <laughs> thinking that and then we found out later those weren't in the game really they added them later on or like, or maybe, I don't know, because then then again, no, it was working. So I don't know. I read something weird. You never know what you're reading online. But like, because when we were playing, we'd pull up the voice box and I'd be like, is there anyone in this room? And then it would like, it would talk back to me. It'd say like, no one's here, right? Or whatever, go away or whatever to react to my voice. But then there was, I saw an article saying that that was never like part of the game. But it had to have been. I was picking the thing up and I was talking to it and I was responding. So like I I don't know. But that's that was a really that was another game that I got like into this this like yeah. past couple months. I got really they're they're into very that one, cool but... unique experiences. Um, I love stuff mm, like that. Yeah, it's just so mm. clever when it happens. Um, so I mean, other than that, I don't think there has been a huge amount of news or or big no. big talk moments in in the gaming world this week. It's and it's unusual because. Sometimes, and Sean, you, you might have got away with one here, sometimes we've had guests on when there's been so much news that it's, it's turned into a three-and-a-half-hour monster uh. podcast where the guest is at the end of it like, what? <laughs> Wake me up. Um, Full on. 
Yeah. Although, although I think one one guest was actually responsible for a lot of the talking in, in, that, in that instance. <laughs> um, so uh, we do have every every time we do a podcast, we do shout out to our patrons on Patreon, um, as well as on our forums for some community questions. And I know we've we've got a bunch through, um, and some of them are focused and, and directed at you. But Nick, if you want to if you want to do the honors, and uh, we'll read them out, and let's get some. Do we want to do the patron shout out first? That's a good point. See, I'm glad you're keeping on the ball. This is what happens when I'm asked to do two podcasts in one day. I forget things. <laughs> I get confused. Of course, mm. before we do that, um, a big shout out to our patreons. Um, all of you uh, tier twos and threes, uh, the you know the tier the tip jars and the tier ones. You're all absolutely lovely. But Scarecrow one two one, Torn Raptor, Naughty and Shadowgasm, Sewing shade blast the base and keris you're all lovely lovely people thank you for supporting us in the way that you do and now i'll let nick ask some community questions okay yes 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 okay so we'll start where we always start with the patreon okay this question comes from <laughs> elden ring the goat okay okay yeah that's that's the day one here with recent rumblings of an event for March 23rd, which I believe has now been since debunked, yeah. Um, from Xbox, are there any games you would particularly like to see highlighted in the show? Personally, for me, I would love an update on Psychonauts 2, The Ascent, and Tunic. Also, how much does one have to pay to remove Hexa of mod duties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he's, talking, he's talking about the Discord there. Yeah, I can remove Hexa, that's fine. um look it's been it's since been confirmed that there's not going to be a show or at least aaron greenberg has said there's not going to be an event of any kind who knows what aaron's doing anymore these days um but yeah i mean look if if they were doing one tunic is something i would definitely want to see tunic is a game i played in 2018 and i loved it back then and i can't believe it's not out yet it's it's, it's been developed Xbox by Zelda one game. guy, though, right? Yep. Wow. The, yeah, there's one guy doing the audio, and then there's the guy developing the game. As far as I'm aware, it's just a very, very, very tiny team. Um, but it's Xbox Zelda, and I love Zelda, so that's why I'm looking forward to it so much. But that's the game I want to see more of, Tunic, for sure. What about you, Sean? Any games that you'd love to get some updates on this year that you've uh, seen coming down the pipe that tickle your big, fancy? Yeah, my, my, big, uh, my big wish was fulfilled. Um with blizzard i was hoping for burning crusade classic from world of warcraft and that was announced uh kind of recently at blizzcon i think mm. they did in february um i mean it was it leaked ahead of time so the excitement wasn't as big as it could have been and everyone knew it was coming but yeah that was i'm really excited for that of course i'm very excited for the halo infinite coming out later yeah. um mm. but yeah that's pretty much it like those are two two big ones i mean yeah yeah, I, I I definitely can uh, can concur with Halo Infinite. I just I just want it to be, you know, if it's November, if they're going to do the whole twenty years of Halo release, even if it's like falls on a Wednesday or something, I don't care. Just let yeah. me know a date so I can get some time booked off and throw myself into that game for a very long period of time. Even if I have mm. to ship my wife and children off somewhere so that I can be alone <laughs> or, or lie and tell her I'm working and I cannot be disturbed and then <laughs> book the PTO and just not admit it. I don't know. I'll think of a way um, to, to really get some time in with that, but I can't wait to play it when it eventually comes. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. What else have we got? 
Next, uh, Torn Raptor says, Hi guys, ever thought of doing a cosplay or ever thought of doing cosplay? If so, what have you done? And if not, what would take your fancy? Did you see what I posted after that? No. <laughs> oh, you haven't jumped in there and had a look? I no. Actually, I, I, <laughs> I posted a picture of myself in there. Oh God, so, okay. Is that a Patreon exclusive? Join the Patreon, it's an exclusive. <laughs> uh, it's me. I, I've only technically done two cosplays. I don't... I, you know, I always hear that term cosplay, and I just like, isn't that just dressing up in a costume of something? Yes. That's, again, I'm old. I just like, isn't that just dressing up like at a fancy dress party or whatever? Pretty um, much. Yeah. So I posted a picture of me being Marty from Back to the Future. <laughs> um, I've also done Borat. <laughs> I have been Borat also. Wow. That's the closest I've done. I've got to cosplay, even though I just call it dressing up in costume. <laughs> I've got to. I've got to see. This. You guys, anything? Minecraft, Halo, anything? Uh, <laughs> no. I I have a Master Chief costume. Um, it was okay. bought for me. A full on one or like a cloth one? Uh, it's cloth body, but with like a Velcro two piece helmet. It's a cheap one, but it was bought yeah. for me for a stag do. Uh, and I was forced to wear it, and it was it was cold. I think it was like January, <laughs> uh, and I wore it, and and has a scarf. There's some photos of me on Facebook somewhere with that on, wandering around the streets um, in a very poor state. Um, but yeah, that's the closest I've come to dressing up as a as a video game character. I have to admit, uh, it's not yeah, my video games. Yeah. <laughs> I think my son's dressed up as Mario. He's done the cosplay. Ah, good for him. Okay, next. Uh, Proven. Hey, Sean and Xbox Era podcast crew. What, we don't get our names? We're not good <laughs> enough? It's a crew now. Jeez, okay. Halo Infinite seems to have the potential to be the best sandbox since Halo 3. What are some things you'd like to see in Infinite in terms of sandbox elements or forge that you have yet to see in Halo? <laughs> Go on. Do you want to? Do you want to try and tackle this one first? So things I'd like to see in Halo Infinite, like in Forge, that I haven't seen yet. Was that the question? Yeah. yeah like, what yeah. would you it like if you had a wish sandbox list? Sandbox elements. Sandbox elements or Forge. Or yeah. Forge. That yeah. we haven't seen. Yeah. We haven't seen. Uh, um. Well. It's hard. I, I don't know. I've I've liked everything we've seen before. It's hard. I'm not good at coming up with ideas, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I mean, like a forge, I can speak to. I I would like yeah. just more of everything, right? Like I I've always been a very vocal advocate for getting fence pieces in forge. So that's <laughs> my first. Fences. I was wondering yeah. if it would come up. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's I would love those. Those would be wonderful. That's like my I biggest. Actually think that, I actually think someone's asked a question about that. Believe it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course they have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I would like uh, terrain editing. Like, I don't know. I, I would like parody with... Um, I, I, Far Cry is a good editor, and I think mm. that like if you can pull some elements of that, that would be that would go a really long way um, with Halo. Uh, in terms of sandbox elements, I, I've always... I've really wanted the option to spawn without a weapon in Halo. Yeah. Um, and, mm. and this is before the whole Battle Royale thing, too, right? Like... There's just I'm coming from a custom game point of view. There's so many things you can do without a weapon, and uh, like it'd be fun to be able to to have that. Which I don't know. Like there's been ways to do it in the past, but it's been really glitchy and like you're you're kind of like frozen in place and you like slide around and stuff. So like, mm -hmm. um, I would like that. 
Yeah, just some stuff like that, I think. Yeah, but... I, I think... I'm not sure about sandbox elements. Like, everything that we've seen from the, the Infinite trailer, you know, there seemed to be, you know, a bit of an equipment motif with Halo 3-style stuff. Like, we saw, what, like a, the, the grappling hook, the shield thingy that he dropped and it came out and he could shoot through it. All of that's cool, and, and I loved that Halo 3 year. It's probably my personal favorite Halo game. Um, but, you know, that's why I'm not a game designer. Like, I, I try and sit and think about, like, what could be cool to add in a sandbox. I guess what I would hope for is less repetition of of weapons. Like, you know, okay, you've got an assault rifle, and then you've got a plasma rifle, and they kind of did the same thing for a long while. Like, it's not like the Halo CE days where that plasma rifle used to slow you down, which I thought was a mm. unique part of that gun, and they kind of just got rid of that. Um, so I'd like less redundancy in that sandbox is, is my yeah, biggest yeah. want. Um, I want the CE pistol back. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's. <laughs> I know it's not going to happen. I just no. want that pistol back. I don't know if I'm a fan of that idea. But I'd also love to see editable water in Forge. Like a lot of my maps, I love water maps when they released um, Tidal for Halo 5. It's great because I love having pools of water, especially as like death pits or just as mood pieces. But they were always on the ground floor. You couldn't put one up here and do some cool stuff with it and have waterfalls. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love water as a, as a kind of element in maps. I think it's kind of, it's nifty and you can do loads of cool things. So I hope they give us at some point in the future, something that I can drag and gloop mm-hmm. around like a, like it's an object all of its own, but man, I have no idea what it would do from a physics point of view. I don't even know how you would tackle mm. that. Maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> What about okay. you, Nick? Do you have any wants or desires from a... Like I said, I, I want to see pistol. pistol back, but that's <laughs> not going to happen. I'm not... Look, I love Halo and always have, but I'm not... How do I explain it? I'm not deep into Halo. Like, I don't... Outside of CE, I don't really know the law. Mm. I'm not into... I've never done Forge in my life. Um, I'm not competitive with it. I just like to play SWAT, and that's all I play. I play nothing but SWAT. Ever since SWAT came into Reach, because SWAT in Halo 2 and 3 sucked. But ever since Halo Reach, I fully got into SWAT, and that is all I have played exclusively <laughs> with Halo multiplayer since Reach. You Just get on SWAT. well with Frankie. SWAT. Frankie's always in the SWAT. Oh, yeah. That, that's why I love Frank, because Frank's like, SWAT's the best. I'm like, SWAT is the best. <laughs> like, it's... It, it's that perfect blending of Halo and COD that three four three has wanted, but still don't realize they already have in <laughs> multiplayer. Like they they tried to blend COD with Halo in Halo Four in arena in or in the main multiplayer, and it went horribly. But yeah, they never realized that Halo and COD were already combined with SWAT. <laughs> it's already there. You don't have to do anything. Don't touch it. It's perfect. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, that's fair. That's fair. SWAT's so good. I, I think it, it, so it takes out the fun of being a Spartan with shields, but, you know, you do you. No, I, I it's fine. the argument. It's fine. Don't get me wrong. I understand the argument for why SWAT is in Halo or whatever it is that the <laughs> whiners say. But my thing with SWAT is I love, I personally love the fact that SWAT is all about if I see you first and shoot you first, you're dead. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It. That's fair. There's no comeback, kids. Really. I, yeah, there's no, there's no coming back. There's no like I, 
I like that. I don't like the idea that I can get the jump on someone, unload four clips in them, and they just turn around and shoot me and I die. Yeah. I don't like that. See, I, I love like I love that feeling. You're getting pinged in the back and you, you know there's a wall no, in front of you. You like bounce it. the grenade so it bounces yeah, behind you and then you turn and get that one nade shot head kill. And it's like, mm, yep. I don't like it. Love it. Especially That's being skill. being from Australia where post lag and lag and all that sort of stuff is a thing yeah like, that's fair the more elements that can be introduced that the lag can affect the worse it is swat takes all that away yeah okay that's that's fair. like it's just that's I, why we I see so know, many I australians just... in in swat playlists so. <laughs> yeah that's right i i love SWAT. swat's <laughs> so good uh okay so oh here we go keris where's my pipe Okay, right. For reference, Keris um, asks, usually in in a, in a somewhat longer-winded way, but always eloquently put, um, very in-depth questions. So we usually have to strap in for a bit of a story time. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to question buy myself. Keris. I'm going to buy a prop pipe and I'm going to get a robe. <laughs> and and a every beard. time Keris asks a question, I'm going to have the Not pipe beard. out and I'm going to get the robe. <laughs> okay. Hello, panel, and hello, Sean. Again. What? We don't get <laughs> we're just we're just bystanders. We don't get here. names. It's just Sean's Jesus. show. This belongs to Forge it's now. <laughs> what are we? Chopped liver? And get his name right. It's Forge. Yes, Forge. <laughs> Please. His name is Forge. Okay. The rain hit her face like thousands of needles, so hard she had to pull the scarf tight around her neck. She lamented moving to this country. With its coldness and lack of salted vinegar crisps. Wait, shouldn't she be saying chips? No, they, I think shouldn't they say crisps. They say crisps. She's, she's not from America. She lived here in the UK. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we say crisps, I, man. I, salt and vinegar crisps. Yeah. This isn't. God, this ain't no chips country. Come on. That's, that's weird that Australia doesn't align with that. We mm. usually align with you guys on everything. Well, that's weird. We just say chips here. Anyway, only kidding. I have no appropriate personal story to back up my question, so figured I needed to pad it out. <laughs> should contact Sony about that. <laughs> Since I don't play Halo, aside from the campaign, I know nothing about Forge. Something to do with user-generated content? Could you panel and Sean, Forge, in particular explain what Forge is and what it does and does not and should and why people are so enamored about it? Imagine you're explaining it to a grandmother who needs Minecraft explaining to her. <laughs> it's one of those things I have heard about here and there, but never heard the elevator pitch to really excite me into looking into it more. Kind of like how Eve seems impenetrable until the one news post that explains why some online fracker is important, please. <laughs> Karis. P.S. Nick was right. Okay. Wow. Uh, elevator pitch for Forge. Do you do you want to try and tackle this, Sean? Or no pressure. Um, no pressure. <laughs> I mean, it's, you can pretty easily sum, summarize Forge. It's map maker turned or map editor turned maker for Halo. I, or I guess maybe it needs to be a more simple explanation of that. You can you can use it's a tool that comes with Halo that allows you to build. Uh, maps which you can then share and play with your friends or the wider community um, it's expanded throughout the years it's gotten better and better and it acts as a like really great way to basically make it so you always have something new to play every time you turn on halo 
That is a pretty damn good Hasn't it also pitch. expanded beyond that? Like, don't people use it for machinima stuff and for making yeah. Yeah, yeah. movies and stuff like that too? Yeah. It's gotten crazy. It's There's so yeah. much stuff you can do with it and like when, what people are using it for besides just, yeah, building maps and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it started off in Halo 3 as a map you know i think you use the word map editor right so you could Mm -hmm. move some spawns around you could put some crates down and all this sort of thing and then they saw what the community was doing with it and they released the heroic map pack feel free to correct me if i error here and with that came foundry and foundry was a map entirely made of pieces of forged content meaning it had no beyond its set geometry which was some stairs and a back corridor Everything in this warehouse was a piece of forge content, like a block or a box or a crate of varying sizes. And what they originally envisaged was people just making a a variety of warehouse layouts, right? But then the community found that they could put one block on top of another block and then force blocks to kind of glitch together and then Mm -hmm. let go of them and then delete everything around it and it would float. And that spawned whole new maps being made um and my biggest claim to fame is the the first forge map in matchmaking which was uh infected manor um which was based off of a, a a house map for zombies in halo 3 um and it just spawned from there that that glitch then became a feature in reach you could you could merge content together instead of having to build stuff to force it together and then mm. In Halo 4, it got its own lighting engine and lots more pieces. And then in Halo 5, it got terrain pieces and and all sorts of cool tricks and effects and green screens and all sorts Mm -hmm. of stuff. So people could do pretty much anything, including scripting. And scripting was complicated and I still don't understand it and I never will and I'm not going to try. I always turn to someone else to script stuff. But you could script events. You know, if, if this gets destroyed, then this moves or this happens. Um, and people just did some crazy, crazy stuff. Um, and yeah. I think it's because, as, as as you said, it enables you to make whole new worlds, whole new game types based on just an idea that you might have. And that's cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you, you always, always, always have something new to play every time you turn on the game. People are, like, making everything. Like, everything is available in Forge in some varying degree of how good it is. Mm. But there's, like... Yeah, you virtually will never run out of stuff to play, and that's that's what drew me to Halo so much before. It's just like, I can, at the time, like when COD Four was, I was like COD Four or Halo. Okay, I can go play Shipment or whatever the same maps over and over again, or I can turn on Halo and I can play like <laughs> a thousand different maps tonight, right? So it's mm. I always wanted to go back and do that. It was just like the sense of like exploration and like wonder. It's like ah, oh, this map's called this. I wonder what it'll be like when I download it and play it with my friends and stuff. Like yeah, so mm. I love that, and that's kind of what like grip me for since halo 3 and that that's interesting right because uh you used to cruise forge hub looking for interesting maps because for a little while i did a stint on forge hub as one of their one of their team just like doing some videos Mm -hmm. and stuff and that's where you would often find these maps that would float to the top in the community and then you would do a, a, a video showing, hey, look, I downloaded this, and actually it's really cool because... And then suddenly yeah. you'd have an effect on that map's popularity because people would see it and be like, this looks insane. Someone made this, and boom, they would go off and download it and all sorts yeah. of stuff. That's yeah. kind of cool. That's why we love Forge. It's just 
uh, and I guess that's probably why Minecraft appeals to you, right? It's creativity, it's imagination, it's making your own yeah. game within the game. You can do what you want, and like I don't know, I find that to be exciting. I I, I get my attention spans fairly small, and so when I know there's something, <laughs> when there's something new, always, whenever, right? Like it's it's a uh, great. Like recently, I've been going on a website called Planet Minecraft, which is kind of similar to Forgeup. You can like see what other people have built and stuff, and download it and check it out, and like. People obviously make some insane, like, insane stuff, right? Like someone's got like a one-to-one remake of like a country on there, right? Like a scale <laughs> remake of it. So I like that stuff a lot. And uh, that's what's appealing to me about Minecraft. And then again, like I said earlier, when you start factoring in mods, like someone someone made this Parasite mod um, that I just checked out today that's like, it, it baffles me what, what this like, how, how crazy this mod is. And I've only played maybe like 20 minutes of it, but like I I'm blown away by what it does and how it works and stuff. And I don't know. It's cool. I love that stuff so much. It's just, it's to me, it's what like a game is should be. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I kind of agree with you. Like there is a, there's a joy to you taking the game and, and, you know, ignoring all of the content they shipped with, because I mean, look at zombies in, in Halo three, it exists because the community played zombies with honor rules in Halo two. Yeah. Right, and when you do that, that's why you get evolution on this stuff. So, if they've seen anything that's come out of Halo Five, God, I can't imagine what what Forging Infinite's going to be like. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we can hope, but yeah, it's uh, it's a cool thing. You should definitely give it a try when when and you know it gets revealed in Infinite, and you get a chance, and you know later on this year, I I'll show you around. We'll hopefully show the ropes <laughs> together. Um, yeah, what's next? Uh, okay, Twitter. Oh, yeah, onto Twitter. That was Twitter Patreon. We're onto Twitter. Okay, um, at Malik Labs, uh, we kind of spoke about this a little bit and have mentioned it before. What do you guys think of Xbox and Kojima working together? <laughs> uh, would that be Xbox's third-person action adventure cinematic game? Also, what are your predictions for Xbox Global Publishing? More smaller games like Scorn and Medium, or are you expecting bigger AAA games? We kind of talked about the Kojima thing. Yeah. Um, it'll be. A, I think if it's going to happen, it'll be a horror game. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be I'd, funny I'd if it was Silent Hill in partnership with Konami and Microsoft? Wouldn't you oh not God. crack up at that as a thing <laughs> after I, all I the rumours? I have never played a Silent Hill game. I hear they're pretty good. Never played it before, but the salt would be worth it. Um, as to global publishing... I don't know. I, I, I'm guessing it'll be a mixture of big and small stuff, but we I, I don't know anything, but my guess is there'll be a mixture of big and small. Yeah, there's some there's some job postings and listings out there for some companies. I think Clobrill on Twitter posted a few bits and pieces, but uh, very quiet on the global publishing front. Yeah, um, very. Roll on Microsoft's standard June is when we'll talk and not a minute before. Yeah. Uh, it's just when it is, you know. It's... I would have thought 2020 would have taught them otherwise, but anyway. <laughs> Never mind. They seem to have learned. Uh, at JSing10J, will Microsoft, I like this question, will Microsoft ever consider a Doom Halo crossover in the vein of Superman versus Batman? <laughs> and then he's got <laughs> Superman, Doom Slayer, Batman, Master Chief. Wouldn't that be the other way around? Wouldn't <laughs> the Chief be Superman and the Doom Slayer be Batman? Anyway, I reckon a first-person shooter where 
the Doom, the Demon Slayer and Chief are there together would be amazing. I don't know what you what, call what it. Would it, would it, would it be a Doom game? Would be a Halo game? Yeah, I, yeah, I, that's what I was about to say. Is it a Doom or a Halo game? Yeah. Or neither? Is it just a, its own thing where the two of them are in there and it's a co-op game? Oh, so <laughs> I don't know, man. Like the most I can see is skins, but yeah, like I could see some Doom Slayer skins in Halo Infinite, right? That would be yeah pretty cool with the whole armor coding thing that they revealed. But I I couldn't see a game. I mean, if you're gonna have a mascot game on a Microsoft front using Microsoft owned IPs, it's got to be Killer Instinct. I'd love to see Master Chief and Doom Slayer in that. You know, mm-hmm. with their own unique move sets that pay attention to their well, in-game. We already universes. got. We, we've got a Spartan in Dead or Alive. We've got a Spartan in Dead or Alive. We got. Chief. We Isn't got Arbiter and Killer Instinct. Yeah, we got Arbiter yes. and Killer Instinct and and General yeah. Ram, Ram, Ram. Yeah, in, yeah. In him as well. But hold on, Do, Doom, Doom takes place in a universe where Earth exists. Yes. Yeah. As does Halo. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a reason that they couldn't I just, be I, in a game together, narratively speaking? I just, I just don't see Halo ever going that route. Um, yeah. Even, even with a wink in its eye, I just don't see it. Um, but it doesn't have to be a Halo game, and no, it doesn't I, have to be a Doom game. It can be its own thing. I just, yeah, I just don't, I just don't, <laughs> I just don't think that the gameplay styles. I don't know. Hey, if they a game really designer mesh. out there can make it work, go nuts. You know, like yeah. I'll probably play it. But it's weird when I played Doom Eternal. I actually thought it it felt a lot like Halo Five, like it had lots of jumping yeah, and clambering boosting. and boosting, yeah. and I was like, See? "There you why, go. <laughs> why did everyone shit on Halo Five so much? Like, it loved Doom Eternal. I'm like, it's, uh, Doom Eternal was pretty good though. It was flawless to play. I still haven't played it. I'm waiting for the Series X update. I bought it specifically I, for that, and I'm I still waiting. I feel too old to play Doom Eternal. <laughs> like, I can't keep up anymore. It scares me, man, when I think about Halo Infinite dropping. It's like, you sit, sorry, you're in the wrong side of 30 now. <laughs> what do you like... mean? I'm about to be on the wrong side of 40. <laughs> yeah. No, what are you still playing SWAT? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, okay. At Sean underscore Mags. Many content creators struggle when evolving their content. How did you, I assume he's talking to you, Forge, how did you make the decision to go from strictly Halo to branching out into a variety of content. Did we kind of talk about that? Yeah, I, I, I talked about that a little bit. Basically, I wanted to make I wanted to um, make it so that I could make a living off of it, and I did the math on yeah. it, and there was just no way that like I could do that with just making Halo just videos. Halo. So, yeah, and I there there was always other stuff I wanted to do too, and I just finally took the plunge. It was hard. it's difficult though because like the Halo audience is I've said this before, but it's they're like notoriously. Negative. unhappy yes <laughs> people who who make halo videos and then decide to switch to something else they're very unsupportive about that um like it doesn't it's difficult to do just halo and then do something different um fortunately because of forge i had a little bit of help because uh i went to far cry first and started showing far cry maps and there's a bit of an overlap because i had an audience who was interested in forge yeah um and then for them to see Far Cry maps, not that big of a jump because they, you know. And then I built an audience with Far Cry people a little bit. And the Far Cry audience was more accepting when it comes to making video essays. So it kind of <laughs> incremental steps and uh, I got there that way. But it was it was tough. It took two years before I saw like Damn. any sort of 
equalization with where I was with Halo. Yeah. Are you worried yeah, in November? Like, presuming, of course, Infinite drops, you want to play it a bunch, you want to make a load of maps, you want to mm-hmm. play other people's... Are you worried that then your Minecraft audience would be like, what's this? Like, do you, do you worry about that in the back of your mind? Are you yeah. going to have to juggle it a little bit to try and... I I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I like... Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just... presuming you're going to do it, but like... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's tough because I, eh, I... I don't know what my plan is totally for that yet. I don't think I'll probably go back to doing map showcases. I think that will be done, um, at least on the Forge Labs channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a second channel called Halo Labs, which maybe if I have time, I might do something like that there. I don't know yet. Um, but at the very least, I, I can definitely foresee myself like playing like fun maps and stuff like that and like just playing custom games and like doing videos in that regard i do i do want to right now i'm trying to be cautious like i'm getting a lot of growth with minecraft on my channel like a lot and (laughs) i saw (laughs) uh, (laughs) i'm i'm cautious about it i'm obviously happy for it but being in the situation where i was stuck with just halo for so long i'm i don't want to put myself in the same position again yeah um so i want to be able to like do other stuff uh as well as Minecraft. And so I think over the next couple of months, I'm going to try to do like, I've, I've done that throughout this whole growth spread. I've been uploading other like stuff. Um, I like other games and whatnot, but I'm going to try to lean more heavily into it going forward and then, um, see how it goes. Right. Like yeah, hopefully course. it, hopefully there's receptive to it again. I'm still going to always play what I want and do what I want. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, I, ideally I'd like to be able to do some stuff with infinite when it comes out and, uh, play some maps and whatnot. I probably will because it's like it's going to be drawing my attention in a lot. Yeah. And I want to. So. Yeah, you've got to be able to do what you want to do, right? So yeah, it's just uh, it's a, probably a difficult one to juggle because when you've when you've got an audience you build up, they then have expectations of you as a creator. You feel like you should honor them, and it's yeah. it's a difficult snowball to try and unravel from. So uh, you know the, the the thing I'm hopeful for is though is with all this I've been very I learned a lot when it comes to making content and like when i when i first started doing halo stuff people were watching for the maps and they weren't watching for me like that's what it yeah, came down yeah. to it's like i wanted i want to subscribe to this guy so that i can just get a ping whenever a cool map comes out right yeah and so that's kind of what it was and i noticed my audience retention on forge videos even if they're like 15 minutes long was like a minute and a half maybe two minutes long three minutes yeah. at most right so people were really just watching for the maps they weren't really watching for me and so of course it's difficult to like transition However, uh, with Minecraft, my audience retention is much higher now. Somewhere, sometimes it's upwards of like 30 minutes on average per video. Wow. Um, and so it leads me, or at least I would hope, that people are watching more for personality rather than like... Because people have seen a million people play Minecraft before, right? So my goal, at least with this new growth, is to have people watching for me rather than Minecraft. Sense. And that would hopefully allow me more freedom with like other videos and stuff like that. Freedom enough to see a... a big enough return on them that i can continue to do that like and and still make a living off of it yeah that makes perfect sense and and yeah i hopefully you know yeah that personality bit comes across and you can bring them with you and yeah hey you know if halo infinite is a big big moment and it does get a lot of media you know applause and credit and all of that jazz and it's everything three for three hopes it is Mm-hmm. There's no reason to think that it, it wouldn't make a big enough splash that everyone would want to watch it all the time anyway. So exactly, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, people who watch Play Rocket watching... League with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at that game. I'm so bad at it. 
I oh love dear. It. It's so good. Good question. Okay. Uh, another question for Sean. Uh, at Captain Direwolf, will he make a 100 days playing Halo series? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it's too much. Oh, 100 <laughs> days of playing Halo. Yeah, I tried 24 awesome. hours in a sprint once. Like I went mad after about 18 hours. It was during yeah. the uh, Bungie versus the World playlist. I lost my yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> you know what? I probably have 100 days played on Halo 5. You like total up my time. Yeah. Like, uh, really? Definitely. Probably. Easily. If you like, it counts forging time. Yeah, I probably have something horrific like a year. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not ashamed to admit my last year of my old job. Like, I didn't really have to do much work, or at least nowhere near the amount that I should have been doing. And, man, I used to play games so often. It was bad. Yeah, I was doing that, too. I, did, I, I pulled some shady shit with my, <laughs> when I was working in that marketing. I, I don't know if I should say this. Like, I guess it doesn't matter. I'm not going to work there ever again so I can reveal this. But I uh, used to... I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm really crippling my ability <laughs> well, whatever i'm in the video game industry now i used to bring my xbox to work in a backpack i i purposely chose the end office i'd come in two hours early because i knew my boss came in at 10 a.m so i'd show up at 8 a.m on purpose and i timed the amount of time it took from the main door of the office to open because there was a security beep and i think it was like uh, i think it was like 42 seconds or something like that it took him to walk from the main door to my office which was enough time for me to pull the HDMI cable out of my monitor, pull the backpack close, and slide the Xbox underneath my desk. So right. for the first two hours of every day for six months, I played Xbox at my uh, job, and no one ever knew. <laughs> if I had a hat to tip to you, I would be doffing it. Like, that that's, some, nice that's some shady the shit. jobs I ever had. Yeah, <laughs> it was sweet. It. Like I did it, but the thing is, is, I still got all my work done with them. I still got all the assignments I had done and everything. Just a little extra time for me to play Xbox, you know? Yeah, that's very similar. Like, I definitely, I did all the work I was supposed to do. I I just don't think, I was just like, eh, I'm efficient. You know, I'd I'd usually smash it all out, especially if I was working from home. I'd smash it all out in like two or three hours. And if I had an empty calendar, well, I'm at home. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, my my new employers will be pleased to know they keep me far too busy to be able to do that (laughs) at all. Yeah, and my previous employer—it wasn't you; it was a different job I was at. So don't worry if you if you think it was you. Don't, don't come after you for time theft or anything. It was a different guy. That's, that sounds so much like something I used to do. One of the first jobs I ever had was at a service station, and I just used to bring either my Nintendo 64 or my Dreamcast and hook it up to the security camera and just play on the TV. Nice. And some people would come in and go, "Oh, is that like Shenmue? Is that you know Mario Kart? Is that?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, come on, look." Yeah. <laughs> middle of the night uh, when i was a young dumb kid <laughs> um okay jay singh's got another one when's the zenimax deal closing early march or end of march it'll probably be sometime in march i i, I have a feeling it's going to be this week ish um but we don't know um we don't know we don't know i know the eu is done i think the well that was the deadline, wasn't it? The fifth, the EU. Yeah. But I don't know if the EU was the last hurdle. Well, wouldn't Japan be involved too because of Tango? The provisional agreement for the EU was the fifth, but I don't think they updated the page. Even though, according to the US side, yeah. the money's transferred, which would suggest it's, it's complete. Done. So, yeah. 
I guess we'll find out Monday and beyond. Um, but if you see a flurry of, you know, Aaron Greenbergs and the like online uncharacteristically early, which I noticed on the day of the Bethesda announce, uh, mm. then, yeah, you'll probably see something come come out of it. But we'll see. Okay, last Twitter question. And this is the one I was referring to earlier for Sean. Uh, at Duquesne23. What <laughs> type of... What? Is that... We know, we know that... who Duquesne is. Yeah, we know him. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I apologize. I don't know Duquesne, but I just have had a hover over his account. Map maker. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, what type of fences does Sean want to see in Infinite's Forge? <sighs> yeah. There it is. There it is. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I We've already beaten him to it. We've beaten him to yeah. it. We've talked about Chain fences. link, baby. Chain link. Do you know what? That's what there the was a reply. Someone being a smart ass about chain link fences. So, yeah. Yeah. That's I, the whole chain link fence thing. I'm like. I don't get it. So, like, I uploaded a video that was a joke about chain link fences, right? Like, it was, it was very specific. I thought I made it pretty clear that it was a joke, and then I guess some people thought that I like it was a serious video or that like I was, like, I don't know. I do want chain link fences in the game, right? And so, like, I had made all these forge request videos before, so I'm like, okay, what if I just requested one thing and went like over the top about it, right? But still want it, right? And then uh, a bunch of people, I, I don't know, they flipped it on me, I guess. But like. <laughs> I do want them, and I, it, it's a great piece. I think it has a lot of use. I think about the the fence in Halo Three or the uh, whatever it was, the like great piece or yeah, the the great in Halo Five. I used to use the shop great. Yeah, there's so many those like, pieces. Yeah, they're great pieces. So like, I don't know, a chain link fence would be great, but that's what we should have had as the art of this this episode <laughs> yeah. in the background instead of Minecraft. We should have just had a chain link fence. It would have sealed yeah. the joke. Right there. Yeah. But, <laughs> I'm hey, telling hey, you, that goes in forge. I told you to suggest something. I know. I just, <laughs> hindsight is king. Really mm. good. Have we got any on our forum this week? We do. Oh, we do, okay. We do. Not, not, uh, we've got not a too few. many. I think we're, uh, we're down to the last few. Yeah. Uh, okay. Apache. Since I have nothing creative to ask this week, anything new about Everwild? <laughs> Maybe you have heard something new about the game, how it plays, the structure, the animals. I adore Sea of Thieves, and I hope Rare creates something unique with Everworld. Everworld is without a doubt one of my most anticipated games. Anyways, have a great weekend, lads. Sorry, mate. Haven't heard anything. Uh, haven't heard a thing. Uh, the only thing I can offer is it was Louise O'Connor's 20th year at Rare. She celebrated mm. her anniversary this week, and someone said in her Twitter comments, oh, when are we going to hear more about what this actually is? And she did say something in the lines of, we know it's frustrating to wait, we can't wait to share more soon. Mm. We're busy building right now. So maybe we'll see some more this year. We can only hope. Um, but It'll be a good game, I think. Yeah, I think so. And I have to ask quickly, you need to play Sea of Thieves on your channel, Sean, because yeah. I think if you got a bunch of your regular crew and just went in blind yeah, and did the tall tales, I think you would have a, a jolly good time. And we, we- we were talking about that recently. I was playing with my, a bunch of my real life friends, but they never played it too. They're like, "Have you heard of Sea of Thieves?" Like, of course, I've heard of Sea of Thieves. You've heard of Sea of Thieves too. What do you mean? Have I heard of Sea of Thieves? Uh, and, and we were like talking about what we should play. I'm like, "Why don't we play it? We all have Game Pass. Let's check that out." But this was right when we were starting Valheim, so it's it's popped up. And then I was streaming, or I was doing something recently, and people were commenting asking me to check it out. So I do need to. I think I think I might stream it sometime soon or do something with it because I, there is um. There's de- it definitely keeps popping up on my radar. People yeah, keep uh... it's, it's such mm. a great game. Like I, I know Nick 
doesn't like it. He thinks it's a bit of a snooze fest. But <laughs> if you've got a good group of friends that can have a laugh at no, each it's... other, you can troll throughout to each other, like mm-hmm. bombing each other off the boat and all sorts of things. But it's what happens when you're playing, especially if you're brand new and you don't know all the ins and outs of the world. It's an experience like no other, man. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot big it up enough. It's my favorite record, thing out of this generation. It's not that I think it's a snooze fest. I was actually looking forward to Sea of Thieves being like a chill-out game for me. My problem with Sea of Thieves is the way it plays. Maybe it's because I'm old and I grew up playing arcade games, but how a game feels to me is like number one. It is the key. If your game feels good to play, I'll overlook a lot of problems, if there are a lot of problems. But Sea of Thieves just, I don't know, just yeah, didn't feel good to me. I agree. It didn't just feel didn't. good at 30 FPS. At 60, chef's kiss. The combat's <laughs> still a bit crappy, but I was about to say, everything did it make else, the combat any better? Everything else about the game is just, it's just pure imagination. I love it. I absolutely, it's my favourite thing that microsoft have made in a long long time hey ho it would have yeah. been nice if it felt better <laughs> anyway uh delroy uh i'd say this is for sean for a beginner what are the best tools to use to capture edit video from consoles Ooh. pc i've heard of obs and others but i'm not sure what to make of it all uh i'm always changing uh i've like i, I use whatever's working for me that day <laughs> All these programs tend to break a lot. Uh, oh, so I personally right now use OBS to record up my screen uh, and I use Premiere Pro to edit. Um, and that's kind of... OBS is good because it's free. Mm-hmm. Premiere Pro is not free, but there's free mm-hmm. alternatives. Um, like DaVinci Resolve is a good editor. I've heard that it rivals Premiere Pro and it's free. There's a paid version, but the paid features apparently are like more professional type things so it allows like just regular people who aren't really doing it for i don't know you're not working on a real movie or tv show or something like that to pick it up and like edit your gameplay stuff or whatever um and then like the elgato stuff if you're captured actually see i'm torn on this i for the last little while because i didn't have a functioning capture card i was just using the xbox's built-in uh capture stuff and recording right to a hard drive and no one knew I was told so long that it was like the quality of it was bad and like it has a low bit rate and like mm-hmm. you can't use it. But I was doing it and no one had a clue. Um, so yeah. like I, I, I don't know. There's there's really there's ton. It's easier now than ever to start recording stuff and edit it and get some videos up. Like it's it, there's so many things that are like developed for people specifically to start doing this. So um, yeah, you don't really need too much. Honestly, you really don't. You just need like a decent mic- microphone, some basic video editing, and if you have a console and a hard drive, you can, like an external hard drive, you can already get going on that. Even if you're just recording like two-minute clips, you can just throw it right up on like OneDrive or whatever and get One that One drive, way. yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's there, there, it's it's so much easier now than it used to be. Like when I first started, it was one of the most complicated things ever, but it's, it's easier than ever. And yeah, just anything that's free and focus more on, telling a good story and having fun than uh, equipment yeah it's kind of a point of debate but like I'm, I'm i'm definitely in that boat of if i always find personally if i'm recording something and i'm having fun chances are the video is going to be good um like 
that's kind of how I've been operating with it. And like, mm. I, I think that's the best way of doing it. If you, if you just focus on making fun, like having fun and making a good video over like getting the best stuff you can get and uh, you, sh you should be good to go. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, you know, we, this is a 50 quid microphone or 50 bucks on in the U S um, mm -hmm. I'm using a standard uh, C920 Logitech webcam. I think they're about 50 quid nowadays. Yeah. Uh, I use Sony Vegas 17 for editing. Mm -hmm. Um, but I use OBS and, and do all the capturing. This podcast is captured in OBS. A lot of it is free. Uh, a lot of yeah. our guys use DaVinci Resolve, and that was recent. You know, people said, "Oh, how can you? How do you edit on Vegas? Can you show me?" I did a quick video guide, but then a bunch of folks jumped on the Resolve bandwagon mm -hmm. and are learning that route. I tried it. I was like, "Ah, fear change," and <laughs> just walked away in terror. Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, the, I I agree. You know, like if you look at if you look at what what we do on our channel, it you know, we're lucky that we've got Predrag, who is a really fantastic yeah. graphic designer. He elevates all of our content to look way better than it should <laughs> because we're not doing anything fancy. Anyone that's doing a video review, you know, I might narrate it and I might edit the footage, but they're just using capture cards like on Xbox mm -hmm. to, to pull the footage and mm. we just put it together. So there, there's, I'd argue it's probably easier now to do it than it was 10 years ago. Oh, like, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Like I've always wanted to mm. do something like Xbox Era, but I just didn't have the the time and the money and everything else. And now everything's become so cheap; it, it's a no brainer. So yeah, jump in if you if you're feeling like you want to make stuff, make it and do it when it's fun. Mm -hmm. I think it's mm. good advice. Uh, very similar question. Beast Mode Ten. These questions are mostly about the logistics of being a content creator. <laughs> uh, what is the, what is the overall hardware setup like? Well, capture card, mic, compute hard, uh, computer hardware. Do you use? Do you try recording gameplay in 4K at all? As the as the video creation times are ridiculous. Number <laughs> of editing hours required for 30 minutes of content. What is the average prep time before a video <laughs> shoot? Do you believe in green screens or a natural background is the best setup? Is there an archival strategy, or do you dump everything to YouTube and delete the originals? Cool. That's, that's, that's a lot, lot of questions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> uh, Just say I, yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm I'm bad is what I'll say. Um, I'm not. I I I would guess I probably don't do stuff like most people do. My whole philosophy with video making, video editing, content creation, all that stuff is simple. Uh, just make it as simple as possible, right? Like I I used to try to go for flashy and like all this stuff mm -hmm. and like, but now I don't. Like I could record my videos in 4K. I could do all that. I choose not to because it's I, number one. I think it's like a lot of extra work. It, it's w much more strenuous on the computer. Uh, we I already have a logistical nightmare with my editor uh, getting all my footage because when I record a video, it's typically like uh, 20, 30 hours worth of footage. And uh, if I'm recording that, like it's it's we get to like 800, 900 gigabytes to send someone 800, 900 gigabytes who uh, lives in the UK. It's not the easiest mm -hmm. thing to do. Um, so there's like a lot of challenges. I, I, for one, just try to keep it as simple as possible. I, I have a green screen. I have yet to find a use for it for my um, like videos because I'm not typically on camera in my videos. So I have to find a way. I'm going to start streaming soon. I might use that uh, when I do. I can see like good uses for that. Like so um, in terms of like recording when I'm done with a uh, project file, I delete it immediately because it's like normally two terabytes on my hard drive and mm. I just can't. Can't. I just recently bought an extra hard drive so that I could work on two projects at once. So that's good. Um, yeah, I, I, there's no like 
I don't know. I get it's kind of. I I don't do stuff typically like other people. I know people archive stuff. I know people like keep their old footage and stuff. Uh, I don't because number one, I think it's expensive. Um, well, it is expensive because you have to constantly like buy hard drives and stuff like that. It gives me anxiety to have that much stuff, um, mm. like have stuff sitting around and then like having to find it. And I'm messy both in terms of like real life and on the way I keep my computer. Uh, I just have folders all over the place and uh, <laughs> I would lose stuff. So uh i i don't and i record i record at the lowest quality that i can that looks good still um so mm-hmm. I, I i play in like i think 1440 or whatever but i record in 1080p um i do think in terms of presentation like i try to i put like ray tracing on my minecraft just because it looks it nice does look amazing mm-hmm. yeah so i do that um because i know that the viewers appreciate it uh, but i just try to keep things as simple as possible and um i've learned that's the best way with my scripts with my editing with like the way i go about doing stuff i try to make, keep it as simple as possible and not overthink stuff not overdo stuff and um normally when i do that it ends up being a bit better i think at least good advice there you go I, I, how to become I a youtube superstar in 27 <laughs> easy steps <laughs> i will i will say though i will say though for to beast mode's question i do like the camera you're using right now yeah, yeah. So you said that was the Sony A7, A7S3. It's I don't. If you're gonna if you're gonna get a camera for a webcam, I don't recommend this one. It's very <laughs> expensive. Yeah. We bought. I was it. about to say it would be but like I, I'm pretty sure. Like okay, I while you were talking, I just googled the Sony A7S3. You yeah. want to know how much it is in Australia? How much? <laughs> Five and a half grand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I bought it this week. I worth to, it worth it yeah well to be fair i bought it so my my girlfriend and i also do real estate photography and videography so we go and film houses and uh take photos of them and stuff so uh it's the i use the camera for both youtube as well as um yeah uh that as well right so it's it like i primarily bought it for youtube uh just but i also use it for that so i was like okay if we're gonna use it to film stuff i'm gonna like spend a little bit of extra money on it it also has some features that i find to be useful like my old camera had a recording limit on it so i could only record for 30 minutes at a time this one doesn't uh this one doesn't overheat so if i'm doing vr stuff i have a headset on for two hours i don't have to worry about it i can just stick it in the corner it's going to keep rolling um so there's certain like quality of life things that you can upgrade to and the the bigger my channel gets i'm able to like upgrade some of these things right like my microphone i upgraded last year um the camera i upgraded recently like you know there's there's certain things that you can do but i don't necessarily think you need these at all i mean i used the blue yeti for 10 years um and then only after that upgraded to this which uh i only upgraded this microphone because my blue yeti broke and i wanted something else i wanted to switch to xlr and i went for this one right so i probably wouldn't have bought this one if i did if my yeti didn't break and uh yeah, there's there's definitely there's a lot of guys and there's different like you can get a camera that will look like this one. You'll have like the shallow depth of field in the back. It'll be nice and well lit. Yeah, I yeah. think for much cheaper, you can probably get one for like four hundred dollars that will look That's pretty similar. Oh, I'm yeah. after that look. Yeah, that is yeah. same. I hate my webcam now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean my surface I, one, my surface one is okay for a built-in webcam. Yeah, but I'd I'd like something that has that 
the, depth, the shallow the depth type. of field and like yeah, the ability yeah. to zoom and stuff. Yeah, you can get like if you have the uh, Elgato Cam Link, which I think is a a good investment. Um, plus, like one of the entry level Sony cameras, you 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 can get this look no problem. Like it it they make it really easy to do it. Um, mm. So it's you don't need to spend five grand on a on a camera to do it. <laughs> so, so expensive here. <laughs> yeah, it's so expensive. <laughs> Australian dollars, uh, man. What a joke. Oh, mate. What a joke we they are. Here. We cop it so hard down here. Um, okay. Uh, Apache's got another one. Uh, since the latest state... It's not too much more. Uh, since the latest state of play, we know a PS5 patch for Final Fantasy VII will come in June. What I found odd was there was no mention of exclusivity in regards to the version, just that it will be a free upgrade. Now, I know you did mention to believe... Uh, now, I know you did mention to believe it won't come to Xbox. Now, my assumption is that Square literally is not allowed to mention any other platforms until April 7. And I wonder if there is a chance for an Xbox version. Uh, special Ed, unless you haven't heard anything, of course. I trust your source. Uh, look, I said this on the forum, and I've said it, I think, in the Discord as well. Last I heard, I was told in July of last year that an Xbox version of Final Fantasy VII is highly unlikely to happen. That's all I got told. It's not guaranteed. It's just highly unlikely. There you it go. Is what it is. That's it. That's all I got told. Nothing more than that. Um, Liam S. Two questions for me. The first being for Sean. <laughs> How do you decide what the next video you're working on will be? Do you have a backlog of video ideas that you choose from? Or do you come up with an idea on a per video basis? Uh, um, it changes It changes from video to video. I do have a backlog of video ideas. Uh, I have like a notes thing on my phone that every time I think of something, I write it down on my phone. <laughs> but idea. I often never look back at the notes. And I probably have several hundred right now. I... I get really excited about an idea for about two days, and then if I don't make it within those two days, I move on. Um, <laughs> I only make about one to two videos a month right now, so uh, I'm very selective with what I'm gonna like put my time into because they just all take so long to make. Um, and I have a hard time coming up with ideas. That's something I'm struggling with right now. Uh, like an idea that I can turn into a full-fledged video. I have fragments of ideas that sometimes I can expand into a full video, but I do struggle with stuff because i like i can come up like oh that'd be fun to do a video about that but like okay how would how would that look in a video am i going to be able to get like a beginning middle end out of that am i going to be able to like is that interesting to watch are people like there's all these different like layers to it and uh if i i have like a kind of a mental checklist and if i don't check all the boxes on if an idea doesn't check all the boxes i don't go forward with it um and so it's uh it's tough i i i just try to I normally have one or two ideas that I'm pretty sure on. And then as I'm working on them, the next one normally comes. <laughs> but like right now, I'm I'm scared because I'm out of ideas right now. And uh, See thieves. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I think, I think the people, I think the people want to see you and I play Rocket League together. <laughs> I got, I'm that's... so, I'm told you, I'm really bad at it. I'm terrible. <laughs> so it's Nick. But that's, that's part of, that's part of the magic. Yeah. So I, I will be the experienced Rocket League player bringing you on your journey to becoming a great Rocket League yeah. player. <laughs> oh, man. I still want to see Sea of Thieves. I, I, I think that would be amusing to, to watch your reaction to some of the moments in that. Yeah. Game. 
I like that's the thing too. I want to. I really like. I said I really want to trade live streaming because a lot a lot of these ideas I have. I don't know if I could turn them into full videos, but like I, they're perfect for a live stream because I can yeah. just experience something and play it and like see how people react to it. Right. Like I did. I did that with Cyberpunk. I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was gonna make a video on Cyberpunk because uh, I just felt like everyone would be doing the same video and I. I don't know. So I just streamed it and I don't know. I played it for a couple hours on stream. People seemed to have fun, um, and uh, it went pretty well. So like there's stuff like that that like I. I'm just I'm bad at live streaming. <laughs> I I'm, I don't feel like I'm entertaining when I'm live, and uh, I I like feel stressed out the whole time I'm streaming. Yeah. I always feel like I don't know something. Someone's gonna like see something on my computer that's gonna like tell them where I live or something like that, or like <laughs> my phone's gonna flash and someone's gonna like figure out where well, I live. Like that's, I get really worried about that stuff. That's so. the other side of it, though, man. Like the internet mm. is scary because people are yeah. weird yeah. and they take stuff too far um yep. it's it's an odd one but it's very very true i think it's a yeah. fair mm. fair concern to have yeah and that's that's yeah. the thing too like the bigger my channel gets the more the more likely things like that are to happen and uh i'm just i don't know i've i've seen it happen so much to so many other people and i've always thought man like mm. oh god i'm glad that's not me that's horrible right like why are why do people do stuff like that to other people and it happens on a daily basis and now i'm in a position where it could happen to me um and so i'm just cautious and like i don't know when you're live streaming there's a lot of unpredictability to it right and you're not in control uh, of every element of what's on screen yeah and it's not so much that like i need to be like oh i this image of me needs to go out there it's more like i don't know you know like something could happen and it just just, i'm just on guard the whole time i'm on and so Mm. i don't like i don't like dealing like that so i don't I got to get better at streaming, I guess, and be more comfortable with it. But Make a safe just... room and then build everything in it. Yeah. With a lock. I'm, I'm, protect... <laughs> I, I'm just really protective over my privacy, so I want to you know, tr- try to make... That's another reason why like, I'm, I'm cautious to put my face... I, I, I occasionally will show my face and stuff, but it's, n- it's not in every video by any means, mm. right? Um, and it's kind of like a door that I don't know if I want to like open up just yet, right? Um, so That's okay. No one watches this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's not so much that it's that like I I don't like my main series of videos I don't put my face in it but I have plenty of videos on my channel with my face in it right some of them have like a million plus views right like my I did the VR Minecraft one um, that I'm on camera quite extensively right and it's got I don't know I think that video has like eight or nine million views on it and so like my face is out there my Twitter profile is my face right like people can see it mm-hmm. but I just don't I don't constantly present it because I don't want I don't know I don't want to go down that. Uh, it's no, just I a get door it. you can't close once you open it, right? So it's it, I'm just cautious with that sort of stuff. Oh, don't worry. I get it. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> uh, Liam has another question. This is for the panel more generally. Again, geez. <laughs> if it's about Bethesda or He's exclusive. called Forge and we're just panel. That's <laughs> right. Just change our um, names. During an interview in 2019 with several people from Rare, they all said that they don't want Rare to become a massive 500-plus person studio and that they are happy with where they are at size-wise, 250 to 300-ish. If Rare keep making these big ongoing service games with Sea of Thieves and from what we know, Everwild, Everwild's not a service game. Something has to give, making them expand their headcount substantially. Do you foresee Rare continuing to make these ongoing live service games after Everworld, or do you think they might make smaller single-player games in the future? By the way, this isn't a veiled are they working on Banjo yet question. <laughs> uh, I always look forward to the podcast. Keep up the great work. 
I don't think Everwild's a service game. Uh, I don't know if it's a service game, but I do know that it's got multiplayer elements. So you've got to oh yeah, like you've got to expect longevity like and additional content at some point. But yeah, but I don't think it's a service game no, in the like same it. way Sea of Thieves is, or I don't know Diablo or whatever. No, I it's don't, not a service I don't know. game. I don't know enough about Everwild yet to really make a call. But uh, Sea of Thieves has has got its biggest team it's ever had since launch mm. so yeah i see the potential for further growth but it really depends on on what's coming next for the game because uh now they've rolled out seasons there's there's lots of regular things to do um mm. but i don't think there's new content there yet for those that have been playing for the last two three years or whatever it's been uh rare has always said they will do whatever they want to do yeah Regardless of what that is. Like, I know people don't believe them, but they actually said they wanted to do Connect games. Yep. That's what they said publicly. They and they were they were the Connect best games. Connect games. <laughs> they were. They probably were. <laughs> Connect Sports was like a legit good game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think they'll just keep doing whatever they want to do. I don't think they'll make Banjo. No. I want someone to make Banjo, but I don't think they'll make Banjo. Uh, next question. Now, apparently this is pronounced Crazy Spaz. Hello, guys, because I had trouble pronouncing the name, and he is saying that my name is pronounced Crazy Spaz. Uh, my question is, what games could you see really take off with the Forge formula, whether that be for game maps, modes, or even further? An obvious pick would be Gears, and they've kind of dabbled with Escape, but I think it'd be cool to see this in multiplayer matches. Uh, another one that could possibly benefit from something like this is Dishonored. We already know there's a hardcore following for those games, and it would be exciting for fans to make custom levels that could go for a variety of things, speedruns, combat, uh, certain combat, etc. Um, yeah. What, That's the question. What games could have a mode like Forge? Yeah, always could you see take off with the Forge formula? Yeah, I, I since the moment I played Fall Guys, I was like, this game needs a map editor. That's a that's a huge one that would uh, and it, it's so oh, yeah, it's modular guys. too right so you could like just mm. pick up like slides put them down like traps mm, and stuff like that shout. and because it's it's one of those mm. games that I played when it came out I got bored of it pretty quickly because it's like oh cool let's do the the slime mountain for the fifty fifth yeah, time right yeah, yeah. but I'm like well what if I could make my own little contest and stuff like that right and then they could just like pick like whichever level they think is good for that week and make it like i don't know i thought that one would do really well because that game that game had was one of those like it's huge and then you know yeah because it had people a got big bored of it. splash and then uh, it's not on xbox yet and i have to admit i didn't bother playing the pc version because i was like eh, it'll come to xbox and it'll probably come to game pass um, mm-hmm. but they just yep. got bought by epic right so mm-hmm. maybe now with the additional funding they can push that do- game to do something of that nature it makes sense to me yeah, that one would be a huge one, I think. That mm. that one would benefit huge. I've always wanted a Call of Duty level editor too, but, you know, I don't know. Activision can't yeah, charge you $30 cool. a pop for a level. <laughs> That's right. If you make them yourself, yeah. come on. Yeah, uh, unless they put a marketplace in there. Yeah. God, can you imagine? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's such okay. an interesting question. Like, from a, it is. From a first-party perspective, like, uh, man, what could I... CFDs. I'd have to really give that. People make their own island. Yeah, yeah. I suppose I'd love to. I'd, that's a good shot, actually. I'd love to be able to make my own hideout, 
that I could populate in my little corner of the map, and that's where I'd always launch my ship from in my server. That would be cool. Even though I hate Sea of Thieves, look at that. You're thinking <laughs> on your feet. I like it. Yeah. Okay, this is actually the last question. Um, from Ruthwick Rao. Now that the whole FromSoft making Xbox exclusive rumor is put to bed, what do you think of the possibility of any of the previous or even future From games dropping into Game Pass? Dark Souls, Sekiro, or Sekiro, uh, Elden Ring, whatever. Do you see a possibility of day one or close to release Game Pass for Elden Ring? In general, does the Sekiro case on the shelf signify anything? Well, Jeff Grubb said that the shelf stuff is significant, so there's a secu- there's a Sekiro limited edition thing right next to the Watchdogs thing. So they ain't buying from. Mm-hmm. Um, so why else is that there? I don't know. Maybe Sekiro Maybe is coming to Game Pass. That would be the first time know. an Activision published game. Yes. If, if Sekiro were to, to come Pass. to Game Pass, it would be the first Activision game. Oh. And if, if, if that does happen, is there a deal there with Activision and other games will come? It certainly wouldn't be COD because yeah. COD's got PlayStation marketing. But does that mean other Activision... I mean, how much does Activision even have? What have they got? Crash? Yep. Tony Hawk? Yep. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Cold. Diablo. So yeah, there's not uh, a lot that could come to Game Pass. There? <laughs> it's like Overwatch. Games. Yeah, Overwatch. Oh yeah, Overwatch. But yeah, Overwatch. Maybe that needs to go free to play though. I think yeah, well Overwatch two is a thing, isn't it? So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, I mean it it could be a clue, Ruthwick. It could be. I don't know. It could be. But that's it. Cool. So it's been an absolute pleasure uh, having you with us for for this episode, Sean. Thank you very much for for spending your free time, which I'm sure is valuable considering how long some of your videos uh, tend to take to make. Um, Do you want to give a quick uh, shout out for your YouTube? I'll put it in the description below anyway, but do you want to give a quick media shout out or a big thank you to anybody before we uh, before we all sign off? Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me on here. I, I appreciate it. It's fun too. I like. I really like getting to do podcasts like this. It's fun to just sit down and chat about games and stuff. I don't get to do it that often, so it's it's enjoyable. Hey, we'll have um, you back when Halo Infinite uh, yeah. rolls out and chat about awesome. Forge, perhaps. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, a quick shout out. Uh, I want to say thank you to my editor uh, for like <laughs> editing all my videos. Wise Fish. He's got a YouTube channel. He does a, he he makes some really great videos on there. He does like uh, essays and like uh, reviews for games and stuff like that. He's a really talented guy. Then of course all my buddies that show up in all my videos, um, like uh, my friend Unsorted Guy and Comedy Aerosol and stuff. They're friends I met on Halo, but they support me a ton. And then uh, of course my my channel, which is uh, Forge Labs, if you want to check that out mostly minecraft right now but it's uh, if you're if you're interested mm. in like user created stuff it's more of a like I, I put a twist on everything i do with minecraft there's a twist on it so it's never just standard minecraft there's always something different about it awesome. um yeah cool awesome well i'll right. i'll make sure i stick those links in the description below um as always we'll be back uh in well, i'm not sure when we're going to make this this dreaded switch to weekly is coming isn't it it feels like yeah. it's coming Oh, uh, you know, we'll find a way. If if, oh. if the Bethesda news drops next week, perhaps there'll there'll be a need for an a, an earlier than usually scheduled uh, emergency podcast session. But 
um, from from us. And until then, thank you very much for watching. As always, if you're new, feel free to like, subscribe, and all of that fun stuff. Um, ring the notification bell so you can be notified when we drop some fresh content. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for... Ciao for now.